the amount of money you can generate in your first, I will be bold and say your first 30 days of doing this. Yeah, I would too. Would be ridiculous if you found out. And the, the only thing, and I'm telling you, like I, I've been in your shoes. Anybody who's listening, I've been in your shoes. It's, you are thinking to yourself, it's not going to be good enough. I sound like a goof. I'm not a handsome devil. <laughs> yep. Right? There, there are every single excuse not to do this. Sure. But get over it. Go outside and hit record. This is the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason, Jason Harris. Hey, Podcast Nation. It's Jason Harris here with Digital Dealership Solutions. Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of After Hours with Jay. I have my guest here, Skinny. Coburg Nissan Used Car Manager. Hey, Skinny, uh, why don't you give us that two to three minute origin story of how Skinny became Skinny? Right on. Thanks, Jason. Um, so, Skinny became Skinny about 11, I think it's 11 years ago now, which is crazy to think of because I'm 35 and that's, uh, oh, those numbers start to get a little scary. <laughs> was that when you got into the automotive industry? That's it is, yeah. Like, okay, 11 yeah. years, wow. Yeah. Um, started as just a young sales guy. I used to design websites prior to that and then it got flooded real quick. But uh, yeah, my dad sold cars for like 25 years. Made a really good living out of it. Oh, so it's been in the family then? It's been in, my mom even sold cars for about four or five years at Ford. Oh no, that's cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I saw that it can be quite profitable and uh, fun. So I I jumped into that and uh, started as a sales guy. Um, Did that for four or five years. I actually went to Car Cost Canada. Okay. uh, Was an account executive there where I've learned kind of the back end role, like uh, what a general manager as sales manager, things like that. For the operation side of things. Yeah, yeah. And then um, through that, I was training a lot of salespeople on how to handle a car cost Canada client, so to speak. Okay, cool. Someone has a little bit more information relevant to the internet nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I was doing that, yeah. one of the GMs at a store said, hey, you know, I need a sales manager. You're doing it. Come work for me. And that was kind of nice. my shot as a sales manager. Uh, I think it was 27. So you went from the vendor side to the yeah uh, to the dealership side? Yeah, yeah, to a, to a sales manager cool. role. And... Uh, that was at Hyundai. I had a great time there for two years or so, and then uh, throughout there, I had a couple stops at, uh, at Nissan stores. It was really kind of my home brand. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, lo and behold, here I am at Coburg Nissan now, and been here for just over two years, I believe. Yeah. And uh, that is a place that I call home. And you've just been crushing it. Yeah. Used cars, yeah. month over month. You yeah. guys are just really we, doing something cool. Up we there. had a great 2018. Uh, damn near, we were shy, but like four or five cars, 350. We were. We were uh, almost at 350. We were so close. And just to put that in perspective, like what was it prior to that? I think before I started, it was it was not. It, I don't even think they cracked 200. Okay, so we're talking a real 30 some odd percent increase yeah. over yeah. the 24 months that you that yeah. you've been with them. So let's let's get into that because I think that's where the most amount of value in this conversation will be tonight is your used car operations, uh, what you're doing as far as your video usage and your marketing yeah. efforts, and how you're kind of developing out the sales team to help you support some of those video efforts. So yeah, for tell sure. us a little bit about your used car operations then. Yeah, so when I came to Coburg, I um, had to learn how to shift gears and gear down. Okay. Because coming from the GTA to Coburg, it's a big change of pace, as you can sure. imagine. Uh, and I found myself with a little bit more time on my hands. Um, so put that in perspective, like what is the size of Coburg? I don't even know what the population size. Do you know? No, I don't. Um, it's terribly small. I mean, how many roads, I mean, how many main roads? Are oh, there? we got like 
four main roads in okay, Coburg. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and, and you usually say Coburg and Port Hope together to kind of make it feel a little bit bigger than it is. Okay, yeah, there you go. Right. So it, it's it's so not... to put that in per- to put that in perspective. Yeah. You went from a big metropolitan mm-hmm. GTA mm-hmm. style style business to a very much smaller yes. small town know, feel small town country kind of feel yeah absolutely everybody knows everybody kind of thing you yep. know put it we we have a sales guy there that's been over 30 years mm-hmm. right so yeah. that'll tell you a lot yeah um and he knows every customer walks in the door it's crazy just by first name. yeah 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 <laughs> um so coming out there understanding that i have a little bit more time in my hands and in my dealer principal going relax it's fine you know you don't there's nothing to do today that's okay um <laughs> That's a nice dealer principle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started to realize that I could finally start tackling the used car video side that I wanted to do that I know uh, would work. Okay. Um, I just had a little bit more time to do it. So why video? What What did you see in video that gravity that pulled you to it? Like what What, what was the unique factor in video? Uh, it would have been te- or it would have been nine years prior to that. Okay. My first year selling cars. All right. I remember this clear as day. We had a almost new Infiniti G35 coupe in our new car showroom. Okay. Had like 1,800 kilometers on it. Champagne on tan interior. This car was just gorgeous. I even remember the, the car itself. I, I remember it. <laughs> um, I was in love with the car. I had an OPG guy come in. And he's like, you know, uh, I want it and da-da-da. Anyway, he went away in business, was talking to me through email, wants to show his wife. Okay. I got a sales guy who's lining up a customer on this. <laughs> so I get out, I kid you not, I had a camcorder that would use those little mini CDs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, they were DVs, they were DV yes. camcorders, yes. Yes, brought that to work, took the car out of the showroom, did a video in the kind of delivery area. Yeah. Okay, edited this thing with Windows Media Maker, if anybody <laughs> remembers that. Uh, stole a track <laughs> off of, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, what's that Need for Speed movie? Uh, was it Need for Fast Speed? and Furious? Fast, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Stole the track off Fast and Furious. That was my very first YouTube video. Nice. Sent it to the guy. Emailed me a deposit. Just, he, that was, that was, so, he never received anything like that. It was above and beyond what his yep. expectations Showed his were. wife. Wife, I guess, liked it. That's and cool. it was the most, like, bare, basic, no audio, like, just horribly cut video, <laughs> but at the time that was all I had to work with, and uh, after that I knew that we could sell cars with video. That's cool. And then getting into sales manager role thing like that, you know, especially when you're learning those roles, mm-hmm. I didn't have any time for this. So the idea was always kind of burning in the back of your mind. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So kind of fast forward. Now yeah. you're here. You're in. You're Coburg. Yeah. Coburg Nissan. Yeah. You're. You, you have. A little more time on your hands yep. and now you're like oh that idea that's been burning in the back of my mind yes you're like ah now i can execute on it yeah i mean we had done it a little bit at ajax and you know when i had a little bit of time trying to do it to you know maybe clear a couple old stock cars putting them all together in one video but here and there yeah like just, just totally sporadic yes. right um so now i'm at cobring and going listen i got time on my hands and i'm not someone who just sits down and relaxes i'm pretty motivated especially being in a smaller town now i'm sure. just thinking like Okay, you know, we got to sell cars. Yep. And I'm in a new home. I got some time. So I just started picking up the camera on my phone and started going out and trial and error, just making used car videos, walk arounds, really. Now, did you always call yourself skinny? Or did that just kind of come? <clears throat> so you've created kind of a persona around it. Right? I, I sure have, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, 
Well, funny enough, it actually started back in grade school. Um, I have always been a very small person. Uh, and I got teased a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. So, so you're like, whatever, I'll just embrace it. Yeah, I mean, it, when, it, when it came down to it, I said, okay, well, I'm not going to let them use it against me. So I started using it. Uh, I, I mean, even when I was at dealerships. You know, you'd have the old dogs making fun. You know what? I think that's so funny how we kind of built into these personas. Oh, yeah. Like, as we get older, they yeah. kind of become part of us. Yeah. You know, I had uh, Paul, the Dodge father, on one of our podcasts recently. I come to find out that the Dodge father was actually his, like, Xbox handle back when he was, like, 13 years old. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, it had nothing to do with him being now in a Chrysler dealership. Yeah. That was just something he happened to use way back right in the day, right? Yeah. So it's cool, I think, that had to come back. Okay, so... You got Skinny, Skinny the Persona, Skinny yep. picks up the can- the phone, I guess phone, phone right? yeah, just It's the red button, what does that look like for the first time? <laughs> about, as, <laughs> about as bad as you can imagine. Um, yeah, so I mean, like anybody, when you think of video, and then you, you know, you look at YouTube, you look at Neistat, you look at all these big YouTubers, and it's so clean and slow-mo, and oh my god. So I have these big expectations, right? Walk out there, and you know, I'm just piecing together all these videos, all these shots, and come back and sit down and like... You know, eight hours later of editing and subtitles <laughs> and finding the right track and, you know, put it all together. And I watch it. I'm like, this is amazing. It took me eight hours. Oh, my God. How am I going to scale this? Yeah. Like, work. you know, daunting. Yep. But, you know, I could see the value in it. Yep. Um, so, again, I started doing it some more. And, you know, n- nicer cars, more effort. Sure. Not so nice cars. Well, you're effort. looking for your lowest hanging fruit. And I think yeah. that's a great point to bring up is that for a lot of used car managers, every single used car has its own unique yeah, story, for sure. right? And you know that you always get that cream puff yes. of the used car. Yes. I was on your lot recently, and I think you had a 2010 Mercedes with like yep. 15,000K on yep. it or something like that. Where the hell you found that? I have no idea, <clears throat> right? Putting a video together for that and putting it out there, yeah. hey, it's it's going to sell. It's yes. going to do its job, right? Yes. But, you know, we need to take the time to tell these stories right. and you know yes the first one took you eight hours but you didn't stop there you were like look it didn't yeah. take me that long but you made the commitment to continue to push through and find the ability to scale so kind of walk me through that how did you learn from taking from eight hours to where you're able to produce it now uh so really what it was it was it was <laughs> i gotta thank my dad uh my dad's my biggest fan like anybody's there you go. usually right that's good and uh he'd always be checking my videos out and you know give me little pointers here and there um, and then I had some of my guys on my sales team. What do you think of this? So, you know, it went from nice edits, nice cuts to, um, okay, I don't, and never was I in the video. I should ah. say that. I was always so behind the So, the beginning, camera. you were behind the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't want to be in this. Um, then I started putting subtitles. And then, you know, anyway, as it progressed, too much time, too much inventory. I'm scaling the business yep. as I'm scaling my videos. So, my biggest tip, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember who gave it to me. Um, uh, DeLuca, Jim DeLuca. Jim? Rest in peace, Jim. God, Jim. Too bad. No kidding, eh? <clears throat> The nicest man for free advice for someone you'd never met. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? So, Jim, somehow we got chatting and he says, Mike, you're such a big personality. Get in front of the camera. Yep. And I don't know why I took this man's advice. I had no reason to. I didn't know him. He was a nobody. That's cool. To me... Had no idea who he was. Yep. So but anybody that knew Jim, they yes. all knew that yep. it didn't matter how well he knew you or how long you, you knew yep. he knew you. 
you asked my question, you might as well, the conversation turned into a conversation that you would have with somebody you've known for 10 years. 100%. I mean, he was just that kind of an open of a guy. 100%. So Jim turns you turns you on and says, yep. hey, look, Skinny, you need to get in front of the camera. Yeah. Right? You got that. And Jim had that big, strong. Oh, dear. Mr. Clean. Oh, you, you know, know he's, you're, you're under his arm and you're going, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's just a bear, right? And you know, yeah. you, but when you get to know him, he was a total yeah. teddy bear, right? Yeah. So he had a persona in himself as well, Exactly, right? right? So he saw you something similar to what yeah. he saw in himself yeah. and he had a persona so he encouraged you to get in front of the camera yeah and what did that look like when you got in front of the camera for the first time about as terrifying as i am sitting here <laughs> you know, like you're just nervous right you don't know what to do and 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 you know the first few times that wasn't me i was trying to be a little bit maybe too professional a little bit too scripted a little bit and then after the first three or four videos i was like you know what screw it sure i'm just gonna be me yep right because i know that me in the past have sold a lot of cars yep as a salesperson i know that People, when they come in and they speak with me, they always like me. I'm relaxed. I'm, you know, it's easy to do business. I said, I'm just going to be me. So, again, flipping the camera to me, I start off my video. I'm in the camera. I do my intro. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're corny. Sometimes they just, they are what they are. Yep. But when I got down to it, I said, okay, listen, if I'm going to have, you know, 30 to 45 cars on ground at any time, mm -hmm. and I want to do realistically 60% of my inventory has video, very cool. That was a goal that you made yeah, for yourself. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I got to rock these out and they got to be super quick. Mm -hmm. So, I went to a one take challenge. Mm, there we go. Right? Uh, and I remember pushing that a little bit on LinkedIn for fun. But Yeah, I remember that floating around for a while. So, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a one take challenge. It's basically intro and then one take, walk around the car. Yep. If I goof it up and I'm, I'm you know, I make a mistake, keep going. Because you had to find a way to scale. Yeah. I mean, we're going to take the eight yeah. hours. So, you know, you, no. had a, you, 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 you progress. So you went from yep. eight hours to, you know, a little quicker, a little faster, mm -hmm. but still on the editing side. Then you get yourself in front of the camera. Yeah. Now, when you first got in front of the camera, were you still editing? Or when you got in front no. of the camera, you immediately went to the one take? One take. All right. So I'm, I'm camera so to me. That was the big scaling changing yeah. moment. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh crap, I figured it out. Now yeah. I can do this. I'll challenge myself as an individual. I'll do the one take, hit yeah. the red button. It is what it is when it comes out. Yeah. All right. Either the, the good, the bad, the ugly, Absolutely. or the mess ups. Or the, uh, oh, yeah. It's Love just the whole part of just the yeah. persona, the brand, the whole thing. And that's it. That was the brand. Yes. Right? I wanted to be authentic. Authentic. Yes. That's the word I was actually going to search for that. <laughs> I wanted to be 100% authentic. So that when someone watches it, because let's put in context who's watching it. Sure. It's a consumer who's looking at a used car. And they're going, okay, I'm not in Coburg. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have to understand that Coburg and the kind of Port Hope area, your yeah. closest major city is 45 minutes an hour? Fair enough. Yep. So is, that about, is that about right? We'll say 40 minutes. Okay, it's about 40 Bowman minutes. If that's not a major city. I still wouldn't consider that a major. But right. yes, okay. Right. So, so yeah, there's you're kind of in this island. There's yeah. not a it's lot a destination. around you. It's a destination. So yeah. people do have to come oh, yeah. to you. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, we were getting phone calls saying, I'm calling from Toronto, but it's a long drive. And yep. So this is where part and parcel of having these authentic videos really, to me, made sense. I can have sure. a customer come in and look at my specific used car and get an eight to 15, 20 minute, whatever the case calls for, feel the card, but it's real. Oh, see, that's a really quick point that I think we should highlight for the listeners. These videos you're putting together, they're not two minutes. No, no, no. They're not three. No, 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 no. I've no. literally seen some of you post that are damn near 20 minutes long. Uh, my <laughs> longest one right now is a 22 minute one that I just did okay, like two yeah. weeks ago. Okay, maybe that was the one, yeah. 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 I, I mean, you are, you're, you're literally having the conversation like yes. if the person was there yes. in the first place. Yes. 
I mean, I'm a big firm believer on the sales process, you know, mm-hmm. feature, benefit, value, walk around. Yep. I do that. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Right. Let's start. consume that from the yeah. from the warmth and luxury of their home yes. while they're sitting in their PJs yes. or whatever. <laughs> and when I started doing these full length videos, everybody, including my dad, said these are too long. Yeah. Well, the entire industry would tell you that yeah. too long. Because people were thinking it's an advertisement. People were thinking I was using this but that's not what to go and put on Facebook and say, here guys, watch this car. No. I have a captivated audience looking at that specific vehicle on Kijiji or my website. Yep. So they're already interested in that car. Why not give them a real look at it? Yeah, not a two, three minute long no. one. No, like right. I'm talking, like if there's really a scratch, a ding, and a dent, I'll show you. Yeah, you're highlighting everything. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, you're, you're telling the story. Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, um, look, uh, well, let's use a Nissan Rogue, for example. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, look, if we were to go on the marketplaces right now, I'm sure we'd probably find easily 200 yeah. pre-owned Nissan Rogues you know, within, I don't know, 14 to 15. For sure. 2014 to 2015, right? For sure. Within a few hundred kilometer distance of yep. where you guys are, right? It's the story of your specific one yep. and taking the time to really execute the full length of that story yep. is where you see the consumer sees the value in. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, I've cool. seen That's some really dealers cool. do a, they put in they put in a lot of effort to doing a description in their ad. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of dealers that even do that. Yep. But there are some dealers that really try to sell a story in the ad. But let's face it, our eyes go to pictures. Yeah. We read the first two lines of text. When we realize it doesn't interest me, next. Uh, you don't our, read. our brains aren't wired that way. No, we not. don't. I mean, if I asked you what were the last three or four text ads you saw, yeah. there ain't no way in hell you'd ever recall them. Yeah. If I asked you what were the last three or four display ads you, you saw, you might be able to recall one, maybe two, because our yeah. brain, we are very visual. Yeah. But if I asked you what were the last three or four or five videos you watch, yeah. you would be able to recall damn near all five. Oh, yeah. Just because that's the way we're wired. Our we are, brains, yeah, we're, we're able to, you know, the, that content, we're able to retain it yeah. because it, it incorporates both the audio and the visual senses. Mm-hmm. And we just have a much higher probability of retaining the information. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, getting back to kind of what we're doing, we're doing that whole feature value presentation yeah. in a video on a specific used car. You know, I'll bring the file into the car, and when I get into it, I'll open the file, show them a spare key, show them the car proof report. Yeah. You know, so that way they have the confidence of seeing that as well. Um, we go through the whole. So you get, you're able to express transparency. Yeah, it's all there. It's as transparent they're, they're, as it gets. Here's the scratch on the car. Well, Here's it's the twenty-two little ding. minutes of transparency. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. I mean. And, and really what that translates into is a customer now calling saying, um, watch the video, love it, uh, you guys deliver? Okay, so how do we wrap Their this up? Their confidence is incredibly high. Right? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like I have customers every day that will show up at the lot. I don't know, we're not flooded with customers. Sure. But you know, we have customers that come in saying, uh, I'm here for that car. Hey, you're skinny. I saw your video. Yeah. Awesome job, man. You know, I had a guy... Um, because, look, I mean, they're making a 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 purchase. Yeah. Is it ridiculous to think they're not going to consume a 10, 15, 20-minute piece? No. If they're making that size yeah. of investment, yeah. oh, I think they'll consume it. 100%. 100%. 100%. I mean, one of, the, one of the things I have to remind myself, because sometimes I'll get frustrated. Just the other day, I was doing a video on an 18 Moreno Platinum. Yeah. Gray. And a 17 Miranda Platinum. Great. 
Nice. And I had to bang these out one after another. And I, I remember saying to myself, my, like, could I not just do one generic video? But I can't, because no. it's a used car. Right? That's right. You and that's, I think that's what's really key. I think moving into used cars, and that's a great point that we should probably break up now, is uh, profit margins on used cars are getting squeezed and yeah. squeezed and squeezed. Between online auction mm -hmm. environments and physical auction environments, you know, the ability to, to find vehicles with relatively decent gross profit and margins yep. is just not there anymore, For sure. right? For sure. So, you know, we have to we have to do a better job of um, well, kicking old school of selling the sizzle. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you've got to merchandise. Like you 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 gotta do yeah. it. If, if you're if you're running a used car department out right, out there right now and you are not actively telling the vehicle's story mm -hmm. through video, then really I think you're just leaving money on the table. You are. Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, because it's open to your interpretation from the consumer's point. Yeah. What's different from that rogue to that rogue to that rogue that I just looked at? Yeah. Well, the difference is, is when a guy clicks on my ad and sees my rogue and sees everything on it, he loves it. Oh, yeah. Right? Because they, they consume expect... the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, the biggest compliment I get, and it happens once or twice a month, mm -hmm. is I watched your video two or three times. Wow. And I think that's the other point too, is that we don't want to, when we are doing these videos, it's key that we don't get caught up in vanity style metrics. No. It doesn't matter no. how many people watch the damn video. I, I don't ever look at my views. one individual. Yep. If there's 20 views or 20,000 yep. views, it doesn't matter. Couldn't care it less. only takes one person to buy the car. Absolutely. I, I've never once looked to see what my views were for any kind of self-promotion or any kind of justification or, or validation and, and the reason i bring that is because i think it's value for for a lot of the listeners I absolutely people that have been doing absolutely work. one of the excuses i've heard is that well jason i only got 45 views yeah yeah it takes one that's it one it only takes one i have some vehicles that have three views but guess what the third one came in yeah right like it, it's exactly correct i mean uh, i remember you know i had a uh god what the heck was it um Okay, it was it was an older vehicle anyway that we brought in the store by fluke, mm -hmm. and I did this video and I had the right soundtrack and you know I did one of these extra special videos yeah and it knocked it out of the park everybody loved it got huge reviews you know views everything <clears throat> and I remember saying to myself oh great Subaru WRX comes in almost new and I'm like I'm gonna do the same thing for this one watch this if they like that mm -hmm. and it bombed yeah and I thought to myself imagine if I was a sales guy or someone who's just starting to do video. And I fluked the first one and I sure. got huge views. And then the second one, I'm ramped up and it just dropped nothing. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you keep doing it? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we need to not focus yeah. on that. Like, we got to put the blinders on. Yep. All right. Continue to run the race yep. and develop the content. I, I think it's very uh, a fill the dreams kind of thing. You know, build it and yep. they will come. Yep. Right reference? Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, you just continue to make the commitment, like you did. You mm -hmm. made the commitment mm -hmm. of do of always consistently doing that yeah. content. Yeah. So, what have been some of the challenges that you found so far? Um, personal challenges or real challenges? <laughs> they're, they're far between, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, personal challenges is being lazy. Yeah. Right. It's very easy to be lazy in this business, um, especially as a manager. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you downtime. Yeah. I mean, you know, as we were talking about the other day, I come into work as I'm driving into work. I set goals for the day. Right, I'm going to get this done, this done, this done. You get in and something always comes up. Oh, yeah. 15 right? other things, 15 yeah. other fires need to be dealt with. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'll just push it off a little later. Absolutely. 
But what I always remember back is how well this is working and how well this has really grown the success of the store. Yep. So I always find time. And my, one of my goals is always every day I'm driving in, i got to bang out one or two videos. I have to. It's the routine. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to lose the weight if I don't <laughs> yeah. consistently go to the gym. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just because I went to the gym a few times and I snapped my Instagram pictures, eh, you yeah. know, yeah. they don't mean I lost the weight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it's that consistent routine. Yeah. So uh, that would be one of the best practices. People need yes. to make this routine. Yes. You would prefer to do them first thing in the morning, yep. come out, get on the way. How many would you normally do in, in a morning? My, well, it depends on what's new for sure. inventory, sure, right? My, my thing that I got into, the best routine that I got into was, because I do my own photos as well. Mm-hmm. When I do the photos, do the video, man. Don't stop. The car's oh, okay. clean. Okay, that just kind of naturally makes yeah. a nice progression yeah. from, okay, yeah. I got, I'm literally going to do it at the exact same time. Yeah, because if I don't, and I go park the car, next thing I know, oh, I've got to wash it again. Or, oh, it's dirty again. Or, you'll just, you'll never do it. Cool. Right? So, car's cleaned, picture's done, do the video, put the car away. Then you're done. And you move on. Yep. Right? So if I get new inventory, that's my goal. My goal is never to put the car away until it's complete. Now, when you're creating the video, do you have a couple categories of content that you want to make sure you get out? Like, is, do you have kind of a pre-designed, like, just like a routine? Do we kind of have a little structure to the videos that you always kind yeah. of maintain? Oh, yeah, for maintain? sure. Yeah, so yeah, walk yeah. me through the structure then of the video. Uh, start the video, again, if, you're, if you want to work on the branding point of things for yes. either a, the store or if you're a salesperson doing this, um, camera to you. Yep. Right. Put the face into it, so that way somebody can come in and ask for Jason, ask for Mike, ask for Kyle. Right. Um, so it's always camera towards me. Brief introduction, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's camera towards the car, and it's a walk around, right? And if you haven't been trained in a walk around, but doing a walk around with a customer, it's probably the wrong business. It, well, it's a structure. <laughs> it's a structure place. So you yeah. start from the outside. Yeah. Driver's driver side corner, and you know what I usually do is I like to talk about the vehicle history, specifically that car, because it's unique to that car. Yeah. 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 You know, one owner, no accidents, whatever you want to roll through there. Yep. Then you could, I like going through the vehicle history, like the, the, like, like a Nissan Murano started in 2004 and now where this is 2016. Kind oh, of so, a, so you're selling a little bit of the history story. Yeah. Yeah, too. yeah. All right. That's cool. There's some brand heritage that yeah. I always like to throw in if I know it. Right. Yeah. Why not? 100%. Um, and I always assume it's a customer's first time looking at the car. Right. And that's a well, key and, thing. And that's in our industry. We really need to keep that. Yeah. Uh, at, at one of our forefronts when we're thinking of developing developing out the videos that we get so blo- we get, oh, yeah. we're so in our space yes. that we forget that people have never heard of a Nissan Murano. Right, absolutely. Or they've never heard of a Nissan yeah. Murano. Yeah. Well, you know, even though we literally like eat it and chew it all day yeah. long, you know, yeah. that, that doesn't mean that somebody else is. I was still get people coming, I see the rouge. It's like, oh my gosh. The right? rouge. <laughs> yeah. And that just that yeah. just reminds me every now and then like people have never seen these cars before sometimes, right? So yeah, I, I'm always of the of the, the mind frame that I'm going to do this like you've never seen this car before. So from a content perspective, it's a great way to start it off. Treat the video like no one's ever yeah. heard or met the vehicle before. Yeah. Cool. Good yeah. idea. Um, and then it's just the full outside of the car, mm-hmm. right? You're going to talk about dings, dents, scratches because it's a used car, guys. They're going to have... You're going to be real. Yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah. Like, really and listen, do not put on your broadcaster voice. Do not put there up, you, you know, don't do the tie up tight. Don't, no, 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 no. People want to buy from people they are real with, right? They Because you're not just selling the car, no. you're also selling the individual that's going to yeah. help you when they come to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that was one of the things that I did in the beginning. Yeah. As you know, I tried to be a little bit too uptight or too professional. Man, if you don't want to buy a car from Skinny, don't buy a car from Skinny. That's cool with me. Yeah. You're going to love my video though. So don't worry, watch this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's just the confidence. You have to have a little bit of confidence doing it. Yeah. Um, and the confidence comes with being yourself. 
that's another great key takeaway is just being yourself. Yeah. yeah. Whatever voice you normally use, yep. however yep. you would normally talk to when your friends or family. Yep. But is that not probably a great way to look at it too? Is think of this as your song of this car to one of your friends' friends. So therefore, it's kind of a, you absolutely. Know, it's like, you yeah, because you're you're going to talk about it how you would talk. You know, if, if you said to me, "Hey, Mike, I'm looking at this car real quick. Just shoot a video. Tell me what it's about." Yeah. That's how I want to come across to a customer, because I honestly think that's how you, people want to be treated. Yes. Right. Like you're my buddy. That's I'm going to tell they, you. Like, that's how they want to consume the content. Yeah. Not these big yeah. flashy production nope. pieces and everything nope. else. It's the authentic realness, yeah. not only in the the way we present the vehicle and the features and benefits and also the pros and cons of being a mm-hmm. vehicle, um, but then also just in the individual themselves. Yeah. But yeah. We're buying not only car, we're buying that salesperson to go along with it yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Cool. I, I 100% agree with that, right? And that's why, um, especially if we're, if we're talking about doing this as a salesperson, which I wholeheartedly promote. Yeah, I think that's a great leadway. Let's let's take that. We you know we've talked about the importance of doing this at the used car manager level, and I honestly, it anybody that's going to know the story of each car intimately, mm-hmm. it's going to be the used car manager. Absolutely, yeah. Right. It yeah. makes sense for them to either actively participate, mm-hmm. be in front of the camera, or at least behind the camera, but just to ensure that each one of these unique stories are being told yes. appropriately to what he he or she knows them to be. One hundred percent. Now, um, I totally agree with you. If I was a salesperson and I was just able to go back in time and sell cars again, <laughs> yeah. I would just be a video monster. Yeah. I mean, just literally all oh. the time. So what can we tell the guys out there that are sitting around right now mm-hmm. in the showroom, possibly mm-hmm. listening to this podcast, yep. all right, and just staring out the window looking for traffic to walk through that door? Man, you've got the power you have in your pocket with this... $800 cell phone that if you lost, you would go immediately to the store and buy another one. Yes, 100%. Right? Imagine like, living your life with that one. <laughs> oh, like you would immediately go and buy one of these again. Yep. The amount of money you can generate in your first, I will be bold and say your first 30 days of doing this. Yeah, I would too. Would be ridiculous if you found out. And the, the only thing, and I'm telling you, like I, I've been in your shoes. Anybody who's listening, I've been in your shoes. It's, you are thinking to yourself, it's not going to be good enough. I sound like a goof. I'm not a handsome dad. <laughs> yep. Right? There, there are every single excuse not to do this. Sure. But get over it. Go outside and hit record. That's the hardest part. Yeah. You just got to hit the damn yeah. red button. Yeah. You know, I was at a dealership today. I was telling them the exact same thing. They're like, how do I make content? I'm like, I pulled my phone out. I turned the video. I turned the camera yeah. on. And I said, you see that button right there? Yeah. That's what starts it all. Yeah. You know, it's like, just hit that yeah right whatever comes after that yeah it's just it's what it is just roll with it Absolutely. right yeah um from a branding perspective uh for the salesperson what's the value in them and consistently doing these video pieces together to support themselves as a brand so step one yep sales guy if you're listening and you want to do this you're going to go outside you're going to do your video you're going to go do two or three cards just for fun that's you know longer sure you want to do it you're gonna just take, just get the first time out of just, your system. Just get just, just go and yeah. do it. Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you gotta post it. Just no, just no. go and do it. Just bang a couple right, off just to get comfortable. Yep. Then let's put let's take what we've learned after watching our videos. Let's go do a nice one. You're gonna walk inside, you're gonna go to your used car manager, you're gonna sit down in front of you and say, Listen, boss, I've got this idea, and here's what I want to do. And you're gonna show them the video. And you're gonna say, cool. What I'd like to do is I'd like you to take these and put them on our website and put them on our listings. And I'm going to do the videos for you. And then people will just naturally coming in asking for Jason. I, I, I see. I don't get that's that's where I struggle. I mean, why aren't 
sells more salespeople doing this is absolutely beyond me because the dealerships are like all right you want to build us content yeah. and i don't have to pay for it you're yeah. gonna do it. all right cool go build yeah. the content i'll post up there I mean, the exposure opportunity, plus the story aspect of it is gigantic. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first started selling cars, um, now where I started selling cars in the U.S., it's customary that when you sell your first car, they cut your tie. Yeah, I know there's still some dealerships that are doing it. A lot of them in the U.S., not so much in Canada, but there's still a few that are doing it, right? I wore that cut tie for four weeks, (laughs) all right, until finally my manager said, I know what you're doing. (laughs) You're going to have to put yourself a proper tie on. Um, But you know what it was just for me? It was an opportunity to tell a story. Yeah. All right. People buy stories. They don't buy products. Product is the once they buy into the story. The product is the secondary purchase. Yeah. The first the first uh, purchase is the story. We collect stories. Yeah. From our favorite hotels that we go to, our to our favorite restaurants, yeah. to our favorite clothes, to our favorite brands. These are all stories that we collect. Yeah. The collectiveness of these stories is what actually kind of we define ourselves as yeah. as individuals, right? And um, you know, I use that story of that cut tie. I mean, people would come and go, uh, "Your tie is cut." Well, let me tell you the story why. Yeah. Right. And I was like, "I'm new. You know, you're one of my first few clients. Yeah. I really hope I don't screw this up. I apologize if I do anything wrong." Yeah. And they'd just be like, "Butter in my hands." Yeah. Oh no, hey, it's okay. Like they, they want to help me sell yeah, yeah, them a car. You absolutely. know. But that's what it is. Everyone buys buys into that story. That's the the biggest opportunity that a salesperson has in the video is that they get to sell. That yeah. story. They yeah. can sell the story of them. Uninterrupted on their own timeline. And the dealership is going to go put it in a place where people are going to yes. be able to consume it. And in some cases, the dealership will actually put some money behind yes. to even advertise yeah. it in the first place. How many customers do you have come in? I'm running a little short on time. I just want to look at this real quick. Yeah. All right. That's fine. How much you'd love to just put that in front of a consumer and say, digest it as you please? Yeah. And when you're ready, give me a call. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the beauty of it. We all hear these stats. Every dealer, everybody who's ever been to an automotive conference, you've heard it. We spend X amount of hours online. They're still not doing it. Right, but how many, we we spend, you know. You're one of the few used car managers I know in the area that consistently execute on time the story of the vehicle uh, via video. There are are a handful of them, but uh, it's not every dealership. But it's working. I know, I don't get it, man. (laughs) Like, I just want to, sometimes I want to go into a dealership and just like... Like fly, right? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, when, when you, you know, you hear the stat, the consumer spends 22 hours researching before they ever step foot into dealership. Yeah. Wouldn't you love some of their research to be on specifically on your car with you in front of them? And then they're like, I like this guy. Uh, or I love this car. Right? Like, it just, it kind of makes sense. People, when they show up to your door, they're ready to buy. Just don't screw it up. And I agree with you. And I think the execution of this needs to come from the top down. Yeah. So if you're a used car manager out there, you need to be the one that pushes for the execution of it. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be the one in front of the camera or the one behind the camera, but you're the one that is consistently, uh, at, at bare bones minimum, consistently ensuring that the process actually gets done. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we can depend on our sales staff just necessarily to go do it, at, do it out there on their own. Right? We need to give them direction, the tools, sure. the training, and develop them, and encouragement to go do it. I think it's encouragement. Yeah, I think really what it comes down to, I think it's encouragement. It's just backing them up and being like, listen, let's just try this out. And when they come back and they show you and you're going, this is a little rough, you give them a little critique. So I hear a story kind of in there somewhere, right? So so, so this is something that you must clearly be doing with some of your staff right now. Yeah. Uh, So so walk me through one. How did you you encourage your staff members to pick up the phone and start recording? I mean, you got, got, can we use a name? 
Ah, sure. All right. <laughs> so you got young Dylan, right? Yep. And I love Dylan. If you meet Dylan, I he's love like, Dylan. I like him. Too. He's a firecracker that's going <laughs> off in your hand and you can't control. Him, right? <laughs> like, there's no way. It's just like, oh my god. So Dylan knows the value of these videos. He sees me do it time and time again, and he's the new car side guy, right? Yep. So he wants to. He's do He's the this. next generation of salespeople. He yeah. really is. He's, oh yeah. He totally depicts that. Yeah. So he wants to use video to help himself. Yeah, so Dylan, age-wise, what would we say Dylan? 26. Okay, and he's been in the car business for... Three years. Okay, so, so that's what I'm saying. He's the next generation. He's of, the next generation. He's the he's, next generation of the car salesman. Yeah, he's... Started he's, in his early, th- early 20s, yeah, and now he's yeah. in his mid-20s. Yeah, he's okay. the guy that's probably listening to the podcast, because it's a podcast. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so, like, he's the young guy. He's just got all the energy. He knows where to, to put it, but like everybody, he's going, man, I don't know what to do. So how do you harness that energy? Yeah, so what do, how, do I, how do I do this? So he goes out and does a couple of videos, runs back over, skin, what do you think? So I'm looking, I said, well, dude, it's great, man, but, you know, your cropping of the video is a little rough. He says, well, what do you mean? I said, like, I get that you want to be in the video, but you have to put the car in the video as well. Like, you got to hold the camera back, dude. I mean, all I'm seeing here is the side view mirror, right? So he's like, okay, okay, okay. Goes back out, does another, what do you think, what do you think? And I'm like, this is great, man. Like, okay, let's use this. What do you want to do with this? Right, so we do something fun with that. He uses it, and lo and behold, I kid you not, like his second or third time out, he cracks a guy. Dude's in Mexico on vacation. I can't make this up. Yeah, in Mexico on vacation, he was looking for a specific vehicle. He'd been told by a dealer they have it, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So he's very leery. So he sure he got burned. Yeah, he's legit. He spent just, all this time. Yeah, this climax up to this point. Oh, oh yeah, I dude. found it. I yeah. found the car. I'm gonna buy, and then yeah. he calls the dealership, and no, they don't have it. Yeah. So now he's in Mexico on vacation, and he's got all the time in the world. So he's just blanket emailing every store. Yep. Do you have XX in stock in silver or black or whatever? Mm-hmm. So here's young Dylan, on the verge of creating some videos. Gets this email. Goes, I'm on it. We got it. Goes outside. Video with the truck. Sends it off. That night, deposit, sold, done, from Mexico. From Mexico. Right? Yeah. And he says, I'm buying it because I know it's there. Well, and I think that's key is, you know, a lot of people still, even though the stats are there, mm-hmm. still don't believe that 22 hours of research, yeah. two months worth of research and shopping online, yep. right? People are at the station. If we give them enough reason to buy, they'll put their money down. For sure they Now, will. of course, obviously, they still want to come into the dealership and physically touch and feel and everything else, but... I know a lot of dealerships, including your guys' selves, you're taking a lot of deposits over the phone. Yep. A lot. Do you want to know how many cars we sold last year that were never test-driven, never stepped foot in my store? I would love to know that stat. It's over 30. No way. Used cars. So you're talking right around 10%, give or take. Yeah. Used cars. Wow. Never test-driving. 10% of used cars you you sold last year never even took a test drive. They were so confident in the research and shopping that they did, mm-hmm. the content that you provided to them, mm-hmm. that they were ready to pull the trigger without mm-hmm. even driving the car. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty badass. That's a used car. Maybe that really is. Do you know how many people I told me have told me that? Especially way? unused. Yeah. Like especially unused. Because because you gotta understand, like on the new side, you know, look, we oh, all yeah. get it. Yeah. But, you know, we visit two dealerships before we make a purchase because look, a, a, a new rogue, yeah. a new rogue yeah. at you know thirty different locations, it only make a difference, yeah. right? But there's two hundred yeah. used. Whatever centers or robes or Murano's, whatever yeah. it is, they're all going to be some variation oh, of yeah. conditioning and a 2011 Murano with 88k. There's going to be a lot of different variations of that out there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a lot. But we, you know, when you do a video and you, you you are transparent and authentic is the key thing as well. Their confidence just yeah. increases. Yes, you know, yeah. they don't feel like you have anything hiding. Absolutely, absolutely. That's cool. 
right? And I, I have a lot of people tell me that'll never happen, or it's a one-off. Or, oh, you know, yeah, few, I think I've heard that one before, too. Yeah. But it's slowly, slowly coming around. Well, I also told that, you know, dealerships will never embrace video because of <laughs> yeah. cost of production, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet I have dealerships yeah. in 2019 literally have budgeted mm-hmm. 30 40 50 $60,000 for amazing. video production. That's amazing. I mean, I literally have dealerships right now that are staring down the barrel, just on the new car side, not the used car side, mm-hmm. producing 90, between 90 to 160 videos this year. That's A single point location. That's unreal. I mean, we just look at the, I mean, up to this point, we kind of talk about video from kind of the organic perspective, but when we look from the paid perspective, the one crazy, crazy thing, you know, we were able to manage millions of dollars last Mm -hmm. year in in ad spend, right? And the one thing I pulled from, which is astronomically insane, is that the cost per video view really did not change. It didn't matter if you were in Toronto or if you were in Coburg. No kidding. All right. Pretty much the entire year of 2018, we consistently measured three to five cents per view. That's not always going to be the case. Yeah, I started doing Google AdWords back in two thousand and eight. Um, we owned the keyword Corvette for like fifteen cents for the entire <laughs> you know southwestern part of the United States. Right? Yeah, I legitimately remember having a very serious boardroom meeting where uh, our cost per click went from fifteen to eighteen cents, and they're like, "Whoa, Jason, yeah, what the hell is yeah. going on?" <laughs> You know, if I try to repeat those results today, it'd be like three to five bucks a oh, click, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the cost, you're at the production cost. Yeah. These devices in themselves, if I wanted full HD yeah. you know, video, even five or seven years ago, we're, you would know, it would cost you a ton of money. Yeah, 24 megapixels, 24 yeah. frames per second. Like, yeah. it would it cost you a good chunk of money? Same thing with these GoPros, 4K video yeah. for 300 bucks a piece. Yeah. Like, incredibly wide angle, yeah. you know? It just comes down to the audio anymore, but otherwise than that, you know. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, right? There's the other excuse. So I don't have the right equipment or, you know, I did this video and there's a little bit of wind noise. Who cares, man? That's just yeah. one video out of the 300 videos you should be producing for used cars this year. Yeah, the cost of equipment is definitely not an excuse anymore. No. Like it really, really isn't. No, no. I used that one. Yeah. I did. I used that did one. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a mic. My wife, go get a mic. I, I need a special handhold freaking gimbal thing. Go get a gimbal mic. Right. You know, like, I believe me, I have a lot of money invested in equipment that sits in a camera bag that I get heat for every time we go on vacation because I don't need it. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. I invested a very good chunk of money into an entire green screen room. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be in my green screen room two, three times a week. Yeah. I'm going to produce, like, educational videos about that, yeah. that, that. I, I got through two sessions yeah. in there, and I said, who the hell has time for this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then that's when I mounted you know, two GoPros to my car. I was going to say, your green screen <laughs> is your, is your maximum, dude. You're sitting there just pumping out videos. A lot of people thought it was intentional. Oh, it was just a hack. Yeah. It was just, I, that's where I spend literally the most amount of time. Yeah. I spend three hours a day in my car. Wild. You know? It's like, if I'm going to do something, yeah, yeah. that's when I was yeah. going to do it. Right? And that's, that's the thing, right? For salespeople sitting there, they're waiting for you the You easily got three or four hours of downtime. Oh, down my time. God. Easy three or four hours of downtime. When my salesperson sends me like seven memes a day, it's like, dude, come on, go out there and do some work, would you? <laughs> like, that, we've got exponential amount of time. And then you get the stupid excuse. I love this excuse. This is one of my favorite ones. Well, I don't know what to do a video about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, are you bloody? Like, yeah. Come on, let's talk about it real quick. I mean, okay. you're at a dealership. Yeah. The sheer amount of content available for you to produce is just mind-boggling. Astronomically ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just, and the cool thing is things are changing, especially on the used car side, even yeah. more so, right? The new car, okay, fine, I can get it. There's only so many, all right, fine, you've done, I've done 15 different videos about the all-new Nissan Altima. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, we're going to get to a point where, okay. Yeah. But with the used, that's not the case. I mean, you yeah. sell a car, another one comes in. 
You know, and it's not Absolutely. just not just about the car, but how you recondition the vehicle yeah. and what's going on just locally in your yeah. side. It's just dealerships are a content factory. For sure. I mean, there's there's the comical side of dealerships that everybody knows we have been seeing. Yeah. Make which, it real. You know, you could do the PG version, right? <laughs> we could not. do that. We can have or not. You know, you can have fun with that because let's let's face it. I mean, people do appreciate it, and I think if people understood the lighter side of car sales, I think they might understand the the persona a little bit more. Right? Oh, see, I think that's really key too. The another advantage of, of producing videos is that it creates a real person. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Um, look, I think the perception of the general public of us as car salesmen is that we're robots, right? Yeah. And we're literally designed and absolutely. built to take your money. Yeah. And we're take actually your, just yeah. We're just people too, yeah. with very similar hobbies and yeah, and likes and dislikes. I like the robots. It's, it's, that's, that's what they that's think. That's spot on. Yeah, they don't treat you like a person. Sometimes. No, and not not by any. I'm not I'm not bashing on a consumer, but they just well, that's they don't been, see that side. They've been conditioned that way yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. now we have this opportunity with video mm -hmm. to literally knock down those walls, yeah. and I think that's another reason of why your customers are so confident in their purchases. Um, even so much so that 10% of them will even test drive, that you know they, they have the opportunity to actually consume the real side yeah, yeah. of sales. Yeah. You know, that, that it's not just a robot there, that it's a yeah. real person. Yeah. You know. Now, the, I'm going to put a warning in there because you just okay. brought up something that reminded me of something, okay? I had a sales guy who was, I would say, very good with video. Yep. Never had to prompt him to go do it. He was always out on the used car lot taking videos, okay? Mm-hmm. And he had a amazing personality on camera. Like he was just, you know what I mean? He was Very all, charismatic. oh dude, like a huge character. Mm -hmm. Now, customer comes in and it is a totally different person. Ah, Quiet, so. stale, boring. Like I'm not even <laughs> trying to be rude. Just the polar opposite. Authentic. When he got around other people, he kind of shut down, clammed up a little bit. No, he put on his acting. He was ah. a great actor. Okay. Right, but the real him wasn't that interesting, unfortunately. Yeah. If you're not interesting, don't be interesting. Be no. you, because it should match what happens on video when they come in to talk to you. Yeah. If you, if if you are naturally charismatic, then yep. be naturally charismatic. Yeah. If you're old and crusty, shit, be old yeah. and crusty. Absolutely. Like, there's value in being old and crusty too. Hey, you're, you're to the point. You spit facts, right? Like it. I mean, you don't have to be a jerk. Sure. But just be like, hey, so this is a 2015 Nissan Rogue, and it's got this, and you just walk through. You don't have to be all jumping, you know, you don't have to be all salesy. That's cool. Yeah. Do you. So when a customer comes in and goes, hey, Ron, how's it going? Oh, hey, how's it going? Right? It matches. It, People are like, yep, that's the guy. Well, it's because we want them to have the same experience that they receive online, yeah. both offline as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, if, you don't, if you don't match it up, you lose a lot of credibility. Okay, so let's take a second here. We can actually recap this real fast. So um, talk about some of the best practices. You know, first one that we just finished right now, be you. Yeah. Whatever personality, as charismatic or as crusty you are, just mm -hmm. be that person, mm -hmm. right? Um, the other one, I love the idea of just get the first two done, yeah. first three done. Yeah. You know, just just get it out of your system. Just bang out some you horror know? shows. You just, know what I mean? Just, <laughs> they're going to be atrocious. Yeah. You're going to stare at the camera and go, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. just, just get those done. I really, really like that, right? And um, what other some of the other ones I missed real quick? Well, I mean, if you want to talk about actually doing the work, 
Set up a routine. Yes, routine. Thank you. The routine, I yeah. think, is a big one. I think those are probably the three takeaways yeah. that are probably the best, both from the management's perspective. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd add a fourth one from the management's perspective. Develop your te- develop your staff. All right. Yeah. Encourage yeah. them. Encourage. Work with yeah. them. Yeah. All right. Buy the effing equipment. And it's sure. not that bloody expensive. You know, get a selfie yeah. stick for yeah. them. Get yeah. get them a mic if they yeah. want a mic. Yeah. You know what? Just 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 eliminate and suffocate the excuses. Absolutely. You know, hundred percent. You know, it's just like oh, it's just just eliminate the yeah. whole thing. So you know, um, I think I think if you take all those best practices and you put them all together, then either at the management level or at the salesperson level, you're you're gonna win. You're gonna win. And if I was to add kind of a, kind of an over you know lying kind of theme over the whole thing. That when you're doing the videos, do it for the customer. Mm-hmm. Don't do it for your own benefit. Yes. Really make it for them. Yes. And then you'll always win. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Like you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. This is strictly for a customer. I, I, you couldn't have put any better when you said, do it like you were talking to your buddy. Yeah. Right? Don't make yourself serve it. No. no. This, is, this is for my buddy Jason. Complete and transparency. Yeah, I'm just, just, just going to walk around the car with you, man. We're going to, you know, we're going to have some laughs because I'm going to goof up a couple times. And at the end of it, I'm going to sign off and say, hey, thanks for watching. And, you know, come see me. Right? That's the only self-fulfilling prophecy. And this is at the end, you sign yourself off. And that's fine. I think that's perfect. Right? And the last last but not least, and I, I can't stress this enough, this is not a 10-day project. This is not a 30-day project. This is not lights on all of a sudden, customers banging at the door. Oh, skinny, where are you? Skinny. No. Yep. This is a venture. This is something that you have to fall in love with doing this. If you don't fall in love with seeing the video results and seeing a customer every now and then call for you, that ball will start rolling and start rolling and start rolling. It may take a month, it may take three, it may take five, but eventually when you have 400 plus videos, you have 180. Take appreciation in the wins. Yeah, man. Right? Like, you know. And forget about the losses. Just continue to move forward. Put those blinders on and yeah. run that race. Yeah. You, you've got to fall in love with that type of work. Because it's not something that will turn on right away. Yeah. Right? That's that's something... I've, I've almost quit doing videos a lot of times. A just, lot of Just times. because you just didn't quite see where yeah. it's coming from. You just yeah. got to make that commitment, right? You do. You make you the do. commitment. You make the routine. Yeah. All right. And you'll continue to crush it. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Um, hey, thanks, Kenny. I really appreciate you coming out here tonight. I know it's late and uh, taking the time to hang out with me and the audience we have. Problem. Is there any final, you know, goodbye? Actually, you know, what? good one. How can people connect with you? Yeah. And how can they check out some of the videos that you produce? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm a horrible example of my YouTube channel because it's not even close to anything branded <laughs> with Skinny. Um, if you search up my videos, the easiest way to search is probably just searching Cobra Nissan on YouTube. You'll okay. pull up all the videos. Um, all else fails. I think my username on YouTube is Junior Mint eighty three, J R Mint eighty three. I have no idea where it this will name came totally from. Totally help you fix that one. <laughs> yeah, like no idea where that came from. Anyway, uh, search Cobra Nissan on YouTube. You'll find probably a good source of my videos on there. And if you have any questions, I'm more than welcome to talk to anybody about it. It's as you can probably tell, it's my passion. It's a weird kind of hobby that I love doing. That is no longer a job. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's the benefit for me. I no longer see this as a job. I'm not going out there, oh, I gotta do a video again. No, like, I'm like, cool, let's go do some videos. Let's go have fun. I think that's great, man. You guys heard it, all right? You have any questions, you'd like to talk to Skinny, check out his videos, make some comments, uh, mention this podcast, that'd be absolutely awesome. And uh, reach out to him, he's a very approachable guy. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, I really appreciate being on here. Yeah.